Welcome to the 1110 Leadership Podcast, where we tackle issues at the intersection of leadership, faith, and culture. I'm your host, Rob Shields, Vice President of Strategy at 1110 Leadership, and I'm joined by my co-host, founder and CEO of 1110 Leadership, David Spicker. Proverbs 1110 lays out a bold and countercultural vision. When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. We're here to ask, what does it look like practically to be this type of leader? Leaders willing to invest everything they have so that everyone around them can thrive. Join us on the journey as we lean in, listen, and learn how to become Proverbs 1110 kind of leaders. The kind of leaders that make our cities rejoice. David, how are we doing? Doing great. Still Excited doing great. to be here. Yeah. What's that? Still doing great, just like I said last week. Oh, you're great every time. Just, I, I appreciate your consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, you just really bring your best to this show. Actually, and I'm maybe, sure our listeners appreciate that. I think if I remember, maybe I said I was feeling good, but today I'm great. There we go. We're upgrading. I don't know what's past great. So people have to tune in. We're at episode 14 now. I don't, I don't know how you build on great for 15 and beyond, but I think we have plans to record a lot more content. So we're going to have to really get our thesaurus out and work on our <laughs> our synonyms for these introductions. But excited to help land the plane officially on this series around what it means to be a just leader. We talked a little bit in our previous episodes. This is now the sixth episode on this topic where we're unpacking the qualities of a just leader that you go through in your book by the same name. So for those of you who may be first-time listeners, we encourage you to go back, start from the beginning with us, go back to Just Foundations, and really this is meant to be the appendix to that series and and kind of an action-oriented next step. So that'll really give the appropriate context to to what we're going to be talking about today. Because today, we're going to talk about this tool that you have put into the back of the book that really, I think, packs a punch and makes this very approachable and applicable to a leader's day-to-day, both a kind of really reflective exercise, but also something that helps them roll up their sleeves and think about what it looks like to apply the principles of the book that can be, can feel very weighty. So I think we in, were intentional to add this episode because for our listeners who've been on this journey with us for this whole series, I'm sure they're feeling the weight of it all. I mean, this, this justice stuff is no joke, David. Right, I mean, it's it's heavy waters, so I would say many are probably asking the question, or would want to ask the question, "What do I do?" But you told us not to ask that. You said that's the wrong question, right? But we want to have an action-oriented posture. So I won't say, "What do I do, David?" But on behalf of our listeners, I'll say, "Where do I go from here?" and and what now? <laughs> Tell us yeah. about this tool and how that really exist to answer that question for us. Yeah, so that was the impetus behind putting this assessment together. It's really just meant to answer the question, so where am I with all of this? If I want to be a just leader, what are some things that can help me evaluate where I am with that? And also give some perspective on some things that I can do to push myself into areas where I can become more just as a leader. So it is, it's chapter 20 of the book, the final chapter. It's, it's very short to give this tool as a way to help everyone get a sense of where they are as it relates to being a just leader. And that's, that's really all 
all it is intended to do, kind of give that perspective. And then because of the questions, I think as you read the questions, you'll get a sense of, gosh, I can do some things more in this area because of the way this question is asked. And and let me just say, we're all on this journey. Like mm. the goal is not necessarily to have a high score. Like mm. I almost hope you don't have a high mm. score. This actually is is an assessment where it's it could be difficult to score a high score because the, the questions are challenging and they can actually feel overwhelming. So I want to be careful in you know having people come at this and feeling like you know either looking at a score or having a sense of the challenge of the questions can put people in a in a way that makes it feel less hopeful. Instead, my hope is that it actually gives us some perspective, some orientation on how we view our own leadership, and then some pretty clear next steps that can allow us to move forward in this area. Hmm. You know, having having read a good number of books around these topics and attended a fair amount of workshops where you you can feel crushed under the weight of this content and you really feel like either hopeless or lost spinning your wheels and is really confused almost like you're playing uh you know spin the tail on the donkey but the blindfold <laughs> never gets taken off and you're just you're just spinning you're like I, I don't know where to go from here i feel blind and it can be paralyzing and i think what i love about this tool is that the spirit of it, this is an entire podcast about what does it mean to be an 1110 leader, the type of leader that makes a city rejoice. The temptation for leaders, I think, is to be so focused on the outward leadership and really miss the inner journey that needs to happen, but to really give fuel to the outward perspective, right? That's Which right. goes back to seeing the whole playing field, You seeing what do we need to see in ourselves first? before it's what we need to see in others and what we need to see in our community. And so we cover all of those in this assessment, but I love that you provided a tool that really is meant for inner reflection, but not to stay there, go in to then go out. You know, so it's, it's, it doesn't stay in navel gazing either, right? It, it's the both and that we always talk about. Yes, it is. And it's great that you brought all that back to the very first quality, very first step of the first quality, which is mm. to acknowledge what we see in ourselves. Again, to be reminded that being just is a journey, not a destination. So this gives us a barometer of where we are in the journey. And again, some next steps that can help mm. us forward. And I love that you, I mean, the tool you're using, it's it's actually incredibly practical too, because you tell us, break down how, how it's scored, you know, get, let's get, let's nerd out a little bit on the numbers of when someone takes it, what can they expect? We're going to drop a link to the assessment in the show notes to make that uh, available for folks. But it just explain kind of the practically how it works and how the scoring works, David. Yeah. So it's, you know, a basic survey and you, in, in the book, we actually have you just answer yes or no based on the statements that are made around the assessment. Online, we have a little bit more of a dynamic way that you answer the questions so that the scores are a little bit, the way we scored is a little bit more dynamic than what we are able to provide in the book <clears throat> so that you can not only get an overall score of how you're doing related to just leadership, but also 
scores in each of the four categories, each of the four qualities that mm. we talked about, seeing the whole playing field, building cultural competency, giving power away, and taking bold and courageous action. So you can see where, you're, where you are in each of those four, four qualities, which I think is, is neat. And honestly, for us, I think we put this together for, for us, you know, mm. I mean, I, we both take honest. It. Yeah. Well, let me just say, I mean, as someone who's writing a book on how to pursue justice, someone who understands my own weaknesses and flaws and my inability and lack of desire even to pursue justice myself, mm. I can feel like a hypocrite writing this book. Mm. And yet I know that I can write it for me and everyone else, right? And so I'm thankful that as we put this assessment together, honestly, we put it together with me in mind. Mm. Like how do I push myself around these issues that I talk about in the book? What are the areas that I need to pay attention to in my own life? How do I gather people around me and do this together with them so that we can refine each other, support each other, encourage one another, have vision together with each other? Because it's so important to have that community around right. me as well. And our hope is that this book is used in communities, that it's used in small group settings or professional development settings and companies or other settings where groups of people are reading this together. We're going to have questions at the end of each chapter as discussion questions for someone to be able to uh, facilitate in a group setting. And then to take this assessment as a next step for you as an individual or even as a group, I hope gives great both perspective and then direction for your next steps. Mm. I love that. Because it's a disclaimer that says there's not a right score and there's not a wrong score. Taking the assessment is is the win. That's right. Yeah. It's it's kind of that because that's a step towards a willingness to look inward so that you can look outward with clarity. So okay, flash forward for those of us who have already taken the assessment, we've gotten our number or our, our four numbers in each category. What now, right? I mean, what do I do with this number? I know you spoke to it a little bit, but maybe speak to, you know, the the thoughts that run through your head for people of different personality types when they're looking at their number, their just leadership number. Words of advice, words of caution. The floor is yours. I would first say, tell someone. Mm. Tell some your someone your score, uh, someone who knows you really well. And tell them how you may react to it. Get their insight on how you are reacting to it and then what you believe it might encourage you to do. Mm. Um, the, again, the questions are pretty straightforward. If, if you score low on a question, you're going to kind of be sort of thinking through, okay, is this, some, is this an area where I want to grow in my life? Mm. And it's very specific. Yeah. And I would say this. That being just doesn't mean you're high in every question. Like there may be some areas where you're particularly gifted and where you are connected to certain communities of people or an issue that really is part of your passion. 
And a certain amount of questions really resonate with where you are with that, where other questions may not be quite as relevant. So mm. I think sharing it with other people is the, is the first step. And then I would, I would come up with one to three next steps that you just really want to hold yourself accountable to do. Give yourself the right expectations on what that looks like. Have someone else know those one or to two or three steps that you're planning to take and um, have them ask you about that in a few weeks and just begin to start taking some steps toward this in ways that allows you to experience more of what God has for us as we live out what it means to be just. And that's the whole premise of the book, this idea that not only are we people, Leventon leaders, that lead in such a way that our cities rejoice, but we personally thrive. We, we have this experience of the fullness of God because we connect to his heart for justice and take steps toward being just leaders for the people that God has entrusted to us. Hmm. So my hope is that this leads us, these steps that you identify, lead you to a fuller life and a life that allows you to rejoice and the people around you to, to rejoice. Yep. This is great, David. And I, I love this starts at the individual level. It has to, the heart level, the introspective level. Now play that out for me. If I'm a leader in a business context where I have decision-making ability or hope to one day, how do I think through this and applying it to my, the company that I run where for my employees, some of these questions you have in this assessment kind of already take you there mentally if you're in in a leadership position of having kind of an outward context of what does it look like to run a just company. So what advice would you have for that context if, I, if I'm a leader in that type of space, trying to wrestle with how this applies beyond just heart level for me to think about with a friend, but almost in my vocation, in my calling, in the workplace? Yeah, that's where this gets really interesting. Particularly if you are, I don't know, the only one at your company who's thinking along these lines, it really depends on your position and or, or who's around you who are thinking about these things. Certainly, if you do have people around you who are resonating with these ideas, you want to share this just like I described as you, you would as an individual and begin to think about how these themes and these ideas and the questions and the assessment begin to lead you to next steps for your company. But it's it's very complex, and this is the work that we do. We come hmm. alongside companies in coaching them as leaders in assessing their culture, helping them really think about how they're investing in their people, defining success in ways that are, that are more just, helping them steward their resources that God has given them, to advance God's peace and justice in the world for those who see a greater mission around their business and want to instill that vision across their organization and do it, whether it's from a faith background or whether or not these principles apply no matter the context. And we'd be happy to, you know, work with anyone who's interested in thinking through that and identifying the key areas that that they would need to focus on in order to move toward being more just company. These are interesting conversations that we have in our just leadership cohorts. We have a whole 
session on what is a just company? What does that look like? Mm. And, you know, we need more sessions than just one because it's it's like an onion. You pull it back and there's so much that we can talk about. Mm. Yeah, you even mentioned in the assessment itself that there's a full 360 version available if you want to be able to kind of get the perspective. This is just a self-reflective exercise, right? Just you filling out this survey, but you could reach out to us about ha- having us kind of take a temperature of the water of your, around your culture and what does it look like to elevate your leadership and the culture of your company to be more of more just. That's both an individual exercise, but it also is communal, not just in the sense that we need to share it with our peers outside of work, but also we need to apply it within our work. This is not meant to be this tangential thing. And I think this can be a, it can be the front door sometimes, sometimes even going back to our Thrive series that we did to launch the podcast, sometimes a Thrive assessment is the front door that then gets into really interesting questions around culture and justice that can be industry specific, right? That are rarely prescriptive, one size fits all, but that is the work that we do. And we're, you know, we would be privileged to come alongside you if you're listening and you, you just want help. You want to have a sounding board for how to wrestle through these things in your context and have us be able to, to come alongside you in those efforts. We'd love to do that. So link to the assessments in the show notes, and we'd encourage you to take, take it, share it like David mentioned. And then if you're looking for more resources, you can go onto our website and check out information about Just Leadership Groups and also the consulting and coaching work that we do and assessment work if you're interested in in taking that step as well. So David, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what is the bottom line when it comes to the just leadership assessment as we close this series out? Well, and as I think about that, I think about the whole series, but it would be an honor for me, for those listening, for you to read the book. Mm. That would be my bottom line for you today. And to have you offer feedback and perspective and and do the assessment at the end and get in contact with us with your questions or anything that you're concerned about or things that you want to explore with us. It would just be an honor. You know, when you write a book, you hope that it hits with people with where they are and, you know, having that opportunity to engage with folks who, who would uh, resonate with these principles, who see it relevant in their context and then want to think about how to move forward with a community of people I would be honored to come alongside of you in that way. So practically, if they want to get their hands on your book, release date is going to be sometime in January, you know, TBD, but they can follow updates on our website, go onto our website, and we'll drop a link to that in our show notes for updates on the book's release, how they can order it through all of the available channels online and stay updated on that release. And we will make sure that we, as we continue the podcast journey, that we'll continue to keep people updated on how they can get a copy of this book because we'd be, we want to be able to point them in the direction now that we've got them hungry to pick up a copy and share it with their friends. We want to make sure we, we shape the path for making that happen. So stay tuned. More information is coming on that front, but we're really excited to put this in the hands of our listeners and have it out in the world, as I'm sure you are. I am. Thank you all. Thanks, David. To learn more about 1110 Leadership, visit our website at 1110leadership.com. That's the numerals 11, then spelled out T-E-N leadership.com. That's 11-T-E-N leadership.com. There you'll find more resources to equip you on the journey of becoming an 1110 leader. 
You can also get connected to our growing leadership network. If you've enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. To help others find us, you can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.